Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we are playing through The Legend of Zelda, The Minish Cap. In this episode, we've got another dungeon to knock out. This one will be a lot easier than the previous one because we don't have nearly as many places to go uh, or to, to get through. And and getting to the first place is really easy. <laughs> if you know where you're supposed to go. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. This one was a lot easier. Like, I think I've gotten used to the fact now that I'm supposed to be doing random crap. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, what randomness do I need to be doing now? What people am I supposed to be talking to? Blah, blah, blah. Let's go take care of some stuff. And so I, I needed to do a lot of kinstone, you know, fusing first. So I did a lot of that and I bought a lot of stuff. And, and yeah, a there's lot a lot of, of time to do that in this episode. Yeah, I did a yeah. lot of that. But so the the game is really designed in a way that they expect you to just constantly go back and check areas and to see what's different. Right. So they they are constantly just expecting you to be like, oh, well, you were supposed to go back to the town and see that that person wasn't standing in front of that building anymore. So you need to go into that building. Why didn't you notice that? Yes, there, there. That is kind of the expectation. And who knows if you talked? I don't talk to Ezlo nearly as much as I, I probably should, because he he's probably me. just says exactly what you needed. You, you should probably he, start doing that. Uh, if nothing for, if nothing else, for the fact that he says some really funny crap. And if you keep hitting select, he will. He has a bunch of other crap he will say and and, compl- I, and complain. I don't hate Ezlo. Like, he annoys I don't, me. It's fun. Well. He, I, I don't not talk to him because I'm annoyed by him or anything like that. I just forget a lot of times that I can press a button right. and he'll tell me what's up. Where in this one, if you talk to him, he does go and say, we need to go to the uh, lake. Mm-hmm. And so you go to the lake and eventually you, if you wander around there enough, you see there's one of those little spots that you can only get to by using your flute. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's kind flute, of the hint to do I, that. Well, actually, as soon as you, I booted up the game, he was like, hey, let's go to the lake. You can I probably never shut get my there. game off, so. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so. This, this is probably a feature I was not aware of at all. Uh, and then, you know, you have, because we just got the ocarina. If you pull out the ocarina and play the song, there is a spot we can warp to that we've never seen that like mm-hmm. that, you know, in in Lake Hylia. Like, oh, I could just okay, just fly there right now. Also uh, got to call out real quick. The song that your ocarina plays is the flute noise from Super Mario Brothers 3. And, is it? and from A Link huh. to the Past. Oh, it's so cute. I love it. Is it the same one? Mm-hmm. It's been so long. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. can't remember if that was the same same song. 
Um, but I I didn't need Ezlo to tell me go to the lake. I used my map, blinky blinky, <laughs> like I knew that I needed to go to the, you know, like the blinks the element. I yeah, knew yeah, where the, 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 yeah, the, the last element was. At least yeah, you didn't do what I did, and I immediately warped there, and I was like, oh, I don't remember destroying this like tombstone to get this warp yes. spot ever. And I was like, all right, well, I just got to go to the lake. I completely ignored the tiny little Minish house there. And I did so I just <laughs> wandered around everywhere trying to figure out what I needed to do before I eventually flew back and was like, oh, there's a Minish Hey, here. buddy. I should probably shrink down. <laughs> My problem is that I didn't want to warp. Even when they gave it to me, I was like, this is just a convenience. Well, there's stuff to I do. I still yeah. want to explore everything. Well, yeah. So I ended up walking around a lot until I realized, wait, I never hit that stone to do that. Okay, let me teleport over there. And that's when I eventually did it. So I did a bunch of wandering around and was almost at the point of frustration until I pieced that together where I was like, oh, I'm supposed to warp up to here. It's similar to uh, what Ocarina did Something like that, right? There's a, a place you could only warp to. Uh, it was the, in the graveyard, the, right? Yeah, the the Shadow Temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could only get there uh, by yeah. warping to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you couldn't get up to that thing previously. So it's a similar idea. Mm. If you talk to Ezlo, he specifically says, hey, we need, to, we need to go to the lake. I wonder if there's any... I think he says anyone, but like the bird. He's like, I wonder if there's anyone who could help us do that. And it's like the bird we just met with the ocarina. See, I didn't even piece that together. I was like, yeah. he's talking about that guy that I go and talk to, the little Minish guy. Hmm. Yeah, but, he, I forget what he says, but yeah, something something a vaguely like, like veiled uh, attempt to hint at where you, what you should do, which is fly there. So, yes, uh, the little minish in there, we go and talk to him, and he says that we what we need, you need to talk to the person in the library that just recently opened. So you should go and check that out. Yeah. he's uh, he, uh, The guy in the library, he knows stuff. He's Do they tell us why we're going to see him? Because we want stuff. Sorry. He has the item that we need in order to make it into the temple. Right. Mm-hmm. Do they say that he has the item we need, or are they just like, oh, He's... you want to get into the Temple of Droplets? You should go talk to this guy. He's at the they, library. Uh, they said it, he, that sounds he's the like only one who has been there. Like, right. He's the okay. only one they yeah. know that's yeah, been there. That's yeah, right. we're, we're going there to get pointers. Right. So, yeah, they, we have to go back to the town. If we go to the library, you can shrink down and you can go up to the, the second floor of there and see that there's like a little place where the miniature hanging out. But if you try to go there right away, you see that the books that you need to climb up to the top are missing. So we have to go and get those books. Um, oh, yes. I, I love books with ladders on the spines. Oh, they those, just feel nice, Those are right? my favorite yeah. books. Just rub your fingers along them. Yeah, yeah. You're reading it. It's very convenient. Also, also the uh, there's a human standing uh, in front of that bookshelf, and that's the the know-it-all brother, not not from the know-it-all brothers from Ocarina of Time, but the the know-it-all who lived above Orca, in yep. uh, in on the outside island. I guess his name was yep. Sturgeon. I whatever they they play him off as like a really crazy person in this one. Right. He was funny. It's like I, I, I've seen those books move. I know they move. I enjoyed yeah. them. 
it, it's pretty funny on there. <laughs> so, much, I liked him more, a lot more than I do in Wind Waker. I I also fused a kinstone with him. Ah. Oh, all kinds of fusing going on. Yeah, I tried to do as much as I could. Uh, I randomly found a bottle in one of the treasure chests. That a yeah, I gave me. I I think mm. we got we get that from fusing with uh, Grandpa. Okay. Hmm. I think that's what it was, but yeah. I only have two bottles right now. I'm Pretty still rolling on one bottle. Oh, only one? Yeah, I've only got oh. one. You gotta go get what? that dog food. I have three. Yeah, so, yeah. go feed the dog. Feed, uh, you get this, Yeah, We talked about last week, but if you sneak into the uh, the item shop from like mm-hmm. as a miniature from awesome. behind. I accidentally did it. I accidentally did that. And I <laughs> yeah, was like, oh. And he's like, hey, you. Bah, bah, bah. I, I also fused with uh, the one of the three girls, Faror, and oh. uh, that that opened up a studio apartment. What? Yeah. For rent. This is so weird. So we do. Yeah, you can do that, and and then Zelda's version of Luigi shows up. Yeah. Um, well, no, the I, the uh, um. Majora's Mask version of Luigi shows up. The major, well, Zelda, it's still Zelda. Yeah, yeah, but then uh, he's but, also the the. There's also the Gorman Brothers version of Luigi, and the yes. Ocarina version of Luigi. Uh, he shows up and he's just like, "Hey, I could rent this house out." Yeah, and it's like, "What? What did I do?" But fortunately, they don't make us pay. No, if we match that up, then that's all it really takes. And yeah, I so I was able to do two of those so far. Yeah, me too. I, I, I wouldn't I mind two. having to pay for it because I'm looking for stuff to spend my money on as it is. Yes, me oh, too. Oh yeah, that's so much money. I'm not. I'm, I'm flush. I'm, flush with cash. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I threw my money away on some bread. Maybe that was. <laughs> I problem. mean, I did that at least once. I should have stopped doing that. How did I? I only got the one house to open up. I didn't get the second one. I almost bought a new, like a bigger quiver, but every I time I want to get that. Hmm? I want to get that. Yeah, every time I talk to the the storekeeper and I say no, he's like, "Oh, you're so clever, but like you can't haggle with me," which makes me feel like I'll be able to haggle with him later. So no. I never want to buy anything. Oh, I no, just have to no. buy it. Yeah, okay. just buy it. I it, it it might be more of a reference to like previous Zelda games when where you could, could like steal stuff. Yeah, that's what I was thinking from from mm-hmm. Link's Awakening. Yeah, and they just don't give you the option. They're just flat out be like, "No, you're not gonna be able to do it. You got to pay it." Period. Yeah, there's no way around that. Yeah, I I got both of the that. He also has a bomb bag that uh, I was about to hit nine 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 rupees, and I I saw the quiver and was like, "Oh yes, please." I I don't want to like keep maxing out. I'm at I hit nine 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 in my seashells, and I was like, "Dude, I feel bad having Ooh. those." So I spent like ten minutes down there, and I was like, "Why am I doing don't, this?" I, I told you, Jeremy, don't do that. Yeah, yeah I'm but nine, I don't nine, like nine having it maxed seashells. out. I do too. I'm nine and nine on the seashells. It's, it's, I'll listen getting... to you, Brian. You're maxed out on a thing that that is worthless. I'm gonna go. Right. I'm gonna do some figurines. I like learning the names. That's true. Yeah. So, anything else before we get I mean, back on topic? I'm, I only got one of those houses, so I gave it to Faror because she didn't get her own uh, Oracle game. So. I felt bad, so I gave her the first house. <laughs> I gave it to Din because I was I would always go for Din on the stuff because she's red and red's my favorite color. So I honestly forget the names. I gave it to the green haired pigtail girl. Yeah. <laughs> first. 
So I gave it to it first. But yeah, I I um, did all of this stuff while we are good, doing yeah. what, Jeremy? <laughs> while we are trying to find those books. Now, they are have been borrowed by different people that live in the town. Uh, we can get the first one by going into one of the houses, uh, and but well, no, we have to we have to sneak in. And we have to do the thing that Brian mentioned before about pouring water on the fireplace. Then you go in through that one there, go across the top, but then you have to avoid the giant cat that wants to swat at you. <laughs> yeah, I got. Which we'll have a to deal times. with this a few more times. Yeah. Uh, um, but you go around there, and then you you push the book. Now, did anyone try running into the bookshelf at first? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. It. it I think it says. It tells you you can't run into the bookshelf. Yeah. Mm. The the first the first one. I thought I had to because I didn't think if I shrunk down as a minish, I would be strong enough to push the book off because I don't have a certain thing that we're about to get. Oh, yeah. This is true. So I figured running at it was the thing. But no, you just push it off. It's fine. You can do no, it. You're you just got to walk around, climb up the side, push it off, then come back as big boy Link. Got it. Now, for the second one, we have to do... A few more things, because the second one, in order to be able to reach what we need, we do have to get a new item. Uh, we can go and talk to who is basically Will Wright, yeah. uh, the creator of SimCity. Yes, he is. He is the, <laughs> if, if you remember, in Link's Awakening, he had a representation of himself because he was working with Nintendo on SimCity, and he, like, Nintendo really loved him at that time, so they wanted to, like, honor what he did with all the work that he did on SimCity on like Super Nintendo and all this stuff by putting him in the game and well, uh, all, all developers just innately love Will Wright. Yeah. And so we see him here again. Uh, if you go and talk to him, he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're asking for the book. Come on in. Uh, I don't have it. Uh, it's wh where did he say that it was? Um, he, Oh, at his, uh, at his, um, vacation house no, or whatever no 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 he just no. said he didn't know where it was he said it disappeared yeah oh yeah so we have to in go order to find, find it yeah yeah uh in order to find it this this is where we need to do some more exploring you have to basically like wrap all the way around his house um in order to like go through the little fountain area that's over there mm -hmm. uh and then we get sort of a i don't know micro dungeon I don't even like calling it a mini dungeon because it's what, like two rooms yeah. that you go into there. Well, there's more rooms later, but right now there's two. Yes, yes. But this is like the entrance of it. We go through there, fight a couple things. Then we get the power bracelets, whoop, which whoop. basically give us the power of Grown Link, even when we're tiny, I think yeah. is how they say it. Well, even though Grown, Grown Link can't even push those uh, bookshelves around. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he can. I've moved those before. Yeah. Oh, oh, he can. Okay. All only right. certain ones. It, Only, you can't yes. move them all. Yeah. But yes, there are some that you've been able to move. And before, you there was a puzzle I did around. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But I was very excited for this item because, like, if you talk to the Minish, they, they reference, like, I hear there is something that makes, you know, even as Minish be able to this. I'm making a better voice. <laughs> <laughs> I think you it's know, a good voice. Uh, it's yeah, I, I always hate this this bit because I every time I play this game, I'm like, when do I get those bracelets? And I know exactly the house. Right. It's that guy's house, Dr. Wright's house. 
It's not or Doctor Left's house. house. It's and I'm like, that. when I just stand at the front door, we, just banging on it, like, let me get these early, please. Yeah, we we need his house open in order to get access to where we wanted to go, but it's not in his house. Uh, but the no, only no, way yeah. we can it's, actually it's behind the 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 guy the guy from the distant country. It's behind his house. Right. Well, yeah. That that's the yeah. That's how we get. Yeah, there, and you go through, through the cats. Yeah, you have to go through the and cats then yeah, there's a cat the maze, mini dungeon, micro dungeon, and get the power bracelets through there. Which I love that cats are just evil. What? Well, they're not evil. They're just being cats. It's like ooh, tiny stuff. Yeah, they're just, they they're just doing things. what cats do. That's what they do. And the, ni- and the nicer cats do warn you, they're like, be careful talking to yeah. some of the cats because they're not going to be as nice as me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, yeah, when we get that, we can go back and we can move some of the bookshelves around when we're tiny, which gives us access to the the ceiling of Dr. Wright's house. And he's got his books sticking up there because, Dr. Left. you know, his, his other, uh, his, his minish that he have has in his house also love reading books. Yeah, they're also scholars. And, yeah. And so you get up there, and one of them is trying to bounce on one of the books. And he's saying, like, oh, I, I could get this loose if I had my brother over here. But his brother is just so engaged in the book that he's reading. And so you can go in there, and you can stand on it yourself. Still isn't enough. You've got your four-sword pad thing that you can activate a clone of yourself. Yeah, it's Take hiding it over there. Both of you dust. are on there. Yeah, you yeah. have to move the dust first. This one took me a minute. I was like, what's the point of the four swords thing? Why am I ah, duplic- okay. like why do I need to duplicate myself? Am I supposed to move something because I've been so acclimated to moving things with it? Yeah. That I was like, oh, oh, I need to like me and my, you know, dupe need to go over there mm. and stand on this stupid book. But then I tried it and it didn't do it at first. So I had to do it twice. And I'm like, was the timing off? And then it made me mad and I wanted to throw my stupid Wii pad. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> I, yeah, I was also kind of confused because the Minish who's on the book says, I think like you, it could use another push or if like it just needs a little push to fall over. And so yeah. I copied myself and I just kept trying to figure out how do I push this thing? And then I thought, like, Jess, can I stand on it? But you have to stand on it for a second. It's not like you just stand on it and it immediately falls. So Right. Which, right. which means you have to actually get over there quick enough uh, so that you don't run out of uh, magic meter before the book has, had, has been stood on enough. Which right. this is like going forward for the rest of this episode. Well, going forward in this game, but... We're going to see a lot more puzzles of duplicate yourself and then hurry up and move here. Yep. Uh, in this, in this done, and going forward here. After we loosen that book, we can go and pick that one up and then take it back to the library. And we were told about the third one is uh, was rented out by the mayor. So we go and talk to which, him. Which no self-respecting says, librarian would give out public people's uh, information. It doesn't matter how overdue that long overdue that book is. They're not going to send a vigilante out. Much less the mayor, who is technically their boss. And the yeah, mayor is sketch, though. No one he likes is him. Sketch. Well, yeah. He's, he's got masking on the wall. You can bang down with your body. And he's just, <laughs> That's what he he's does just with them. Sketch. And the yeah. book he has is the hit is the history on masks or something like that or something yes. on masks. I'm like, uh huh. And the mystery. 
continues on with you and your sketchy sketchiness, Mister. Yeah. Well, when you ask when you ask him about it, he flat out denies it. Yeah, yeah. He says like, "Oh, I don't have that book. I've never seen that and book before." If you go and talk to the minish uh-huh. hanging out in his house, uh-huh. they'll say, "Oh, yeah, he had this book and he took it to his his." Uh, vacation home let me mark it on your map for you and then when he came yeah, back like, he, he didn't have it with him anymore yeah mm-hmm. he ran away with it he ran away in the night so we can go and follow that that trail and there's a part where we have to dig through uh through one of the walls yeah yeah digging is now there. a thing in this episode yeah and we also come across I now i forgot digging. about this but <laughs> i gotta make sure you all know about this there are kinstones on the walls Yep. Oh, I forgot about that. What? If you, when you come to an area, yeah, when you come to an area where you can dig into, when there's like dirt in the wall that you can dig into the hole, which I love the little animation where it changes, like you know, it lights up in the in, inside and goes dark on the outside. You gotta always pay attention to the back walls because there are kinstone slots in there. I'm pretty sure one of these is the very last kinstone I needed when I was 100%ing this game was it was just on a wall somewhere and and I had checked every single NPC in the entire world multiple, multiple times. You know, think, oh, this will be an easy game to 100%. No, just some wall somewhere got me. Going forward, keep that in mind that when you go into one of those areas where you're digging the dirt like in front of you into the like the little caves, always clear out the back walls. Because there may be a little kinstone thing for you to slot in there and get a little bonus to pop up somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's like the crack in the wall in uh, Mega Man Legends. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, there's the ones where you trade with the random... It's like a looks like a nut in the wall or something. And then it awakens the Gorons where they're digging. You know, yep, by one of the Gorons range. can be activated with that, too. Oh, mm-hmm. I, yep. Okay, I couldn't remember how I activated one of the Gorons. But maybe I did notice this because I did get the second Goron to show up. To start digging. I still only have Yeah, you may have done it by accident. Who knows? So we uh, make our way through there, and we can find his vacation home. In order to do that, we do have... If you go into the house, you'll find a note where he says... It basically says something like, if you can't figure out what to do, try running headfirst into it. (laughs) And they're basically hinting at the tree that's behind the house. Run into the tree. You get the magic stump. Yep. Shrink down. Go through the backside of the house. Take a little... Uh, lily pad boat ride across the the little moat that he has around that mm-hmm. and uh you know you got a little push thing you push a little bookcase push the book off come yeah, back it's, pick it's it up. about the same as the first one just more uh more minishing involved i guess minishing yeah. see I had, I had already been to his vacation house but there was nothing to do in there until yeah now. Same. I did that too. Uh, there's a, like a treasure chest just at the yes. end of that that I got already. Me too. But, yeah. I spent some, I spent like a few minutes in here the first time I came because it was before I knew about the book quest and I assumed there was just something I was missing. Uh, yeah. I just, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I flew across the, or I lilied across the, the river and then walked around and I was like, what do I need to do? But, <laughs> Yep. Eventually just gave up. Me too. That's a lot of this game. You'll get access to areas and be able to talk to people that it's just like, no, I'm not. You're not at this point of the quest yet. Mm. Wander around but, some more. Yeah. Come back later. Yeah. Wandering. Speaking 
Speaking of coming back later, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back to talk about more of the Minish Cap. Hi, we're Ellen, Steven, and Mark, hosts of Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development. Topics include programming, design, tools, and more. We also do interviews and one of our game jams. Listen to Nice Games Club wherever you get to your... Wherever you get to your podcast, you get there. <laughs> or at nicegames.club. The award-winning Go Nintendo podcast is the best place to get the latest news on the world of Nintendo. We cover the biggest stories, share impressions of the latest games, and answer your burning questions. There's also some general pop culture talk, game music trivia, a heaping helping of silliness, and did I mention our sassy robot companion? I'm the star of the show. Catch new episodes of the Go Nintendo podcast every Saturday on the Greenlit Podcast Network. All right, so we've got all three books. We can go and take them back to the library. First, I just wanted to say, did you guys all talk to Tingle's brothers? Yes! I'm so excited to find the Tingles! Oh, no, I haven't even seen Tingle. I saw three of them the first time I saw Tingle. I, I hit three of them that episode, and I haven't seen the fourth one yet. I got all uh, four. Whoop, whoop! They're, yeah, they're kind of in like all, they're they're in like four different quadrants of the map, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, something of. like that. Yeah, something like that. Not exactly, but no. like there, there, there's two on the left side, two on the right side. Yeah, of the map. They're so cute. And uh, what do you, Jess? Did you get the treasure? I did. What is it? It's a um. Oh crap! What is it? It's something. I didn't mean to put you on the spot <laughs> with this. Uh, I, I thought this was gonna be an easy pass. Yeah, it's it's not the magical boomerang, is it? Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> Oh, I need that because I've been it's, leaning on that boomerang a lot lately, and uh, it yeah. does not go far. Yeah. No, what does the, the magic, magic boomerang? One do? It lets you have full control of it. <gasps> yeah, so it you can move it around move wherever it you around. want. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's I nice. forgot about that. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, I'm so excited! But you're saying that in order to get this boomerang, I have to talk to Tinkle. Yes! You can talk to him and you get his the three honor brothers. of talking to Tingle's brothers. Yes, I'll pass. I'm so excited for this quest. Hard pass. <gasps> Tingle hates Jess, you haven't been on this show in a while. <laughs> I'm the only one that, appre- that appreciates Tingle. Anymore. I love Tingle. He makes me so happy. And the first time you talk to Tingle. He's like, and you're fusing your kinstone with him. He like shakes his little butt and throws confetti. It makes me so happy. I was so elated. <laughs> Kululimpa. Now, uh, back to the books. So we go and take these back to the library. We give the last one to the, I don't know, one of the workers at the library, one of the librarians. And then our 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 crazy friend upstairs comes running down and picks them up and puts them away for us. And we can go up and climb the spines of these books now. Talk to the elder that's hanging out up there. So we go up there and talk to him and he says, okay, uh, in order to do this, you need to complete the challenge. So here's the challenge. Just just take a few steps back. Just a bit to the left. Over there yeah, on that X. One more step to the left. Uh, Aha, trap door. Aha. <laughs> Just I am. Like, and um, I was like, what is going on? So we have the other part of this micro dungeon to go through here. Yes. Uh, pr- pretty straightforward. We got to fight a few uh, 
I mean, these are like antlions or something like that. Yeah, these snappy guys. Strictly above yeah. ground antlions. Well, we're underground in a way, if you think about it. Are these the ones True. that like throw True. the disc things at you? They, they, throw, yeah, their, they throw their the, face at you? The oh, mandibles. Yeah, you just like attack their butts and call it a day. Yeah. You can there's hit them but, of, uh, with of... their mandibles on, but but uh, they will quickly turn to face you. So it's easier yeah, to just wait for them to easy. shoot them at you. Yeah, and then I attack. They're super easy. You can stun them with the boomerang, too, so it's... Yeah. It's like hey yeah, you're going to be able to stun any pretty much anybody with the boomerang going forward. That's why this is a very good item to have, mm. with, especially with the magical one. Yeah. This gives you a lot more freedom to just like take care of enemies and you know if you if you got a bunch around you you can stun a couple take out a one or two and then clean up after after those nice so yeah we beat them then we get the flippers so yeah, yeah we've yeah. already gotten two new items before we get to the dungeon yeah it's i'm really nice. i'm afraid guys because the last time we were given power bracelets and footwear equipment back to back with barely a challenge instead of it being an item in a dungeon was like right before Wind Waker started to go downhill. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, this is a little bit of a deja vu that I Aww, don't necessarily think is a good long. sign. This game is finished, Brian. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, they had enough time to do this one. It's a different team that did this stuff here. So we have the ability to swim now. I fought every urge that I had to go and explore the entire map all over again. Yep. It was instead like, no, I'm going to get the dungeon. Behind the scenes, after this episode, we're going to be taking a longer break. I'm going to do all my kinstone stuff. Yeah. In between here, I'm going to knock all that stuff out. Well, make sure you're and... spending money as you're getting the kinstone uh, treasures, too. Like, don't just go run around and pick up a bunch of kinstone rewards and then all of a sudden your wallet's full and you're not getting anything for it oh no i, I keep track of that so make sure you're doing nuts. that but I yeah because I, I i did clean out uh the minish woods at this point just because it was right there and so right. i went through and, and did a clean sweep and that was enough to get me the bomb bag upgrade so i picked up the quiver and the yeah. bomb bag upgrade on on this one I have the bomb bag upgrade. I the, I don't remember the quiver upgrade being available to me. It's in the just in the store. It's yeah, in the store. Just go I check don't it out. Remember it being there? Six hundred rupees. Mm, I got it. I got nine 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 nine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now that Make I know, ranges. I can't haggle. I'm gonna spend that cash. Yeah. Spend yep. that cash. Okay, so we have our so. flippers. Where you know swimming our way to the dungeon right we can basically we can go back to the lake now and really it's not like you just you just gotta like swim a whole bunch mm -hmm. yeah and you, it just sort of wraps around and then eventually you get to the area which i was looking at at first and i'm like wait how am i supposed to get into this thing especially not realizing literally just walk up to it well especially because you'll the, fall down the only walkable surfaces here are extraordinarily shallow water with no yes. ledge around it. Yeah, and then there are other spots where we can't climb up onto. And so when I saw the dungeon, I was like, well, that is also a raised platform. So how do I get on? How do I get up there? Now you can just, oh. it's the one thing you can climb up out of the water. Right. Right. It's the one thing. And that comes in a key later on in the dungeon. But yeah, I killed 
several, you know, whatever, and got a heart piece on my way to the dungeon, so that mm. was nice. Oh yeah, there's nice. also one next to the uh, the little pond next to the mayor's or the shopkeeper's oh, house. Yes, yeah. yes. Just next dive to into the pond, pick up a heart piece. Yep, I got that one. I got. I'm like, surely there's something in here. And yeah, I got that heart piece. Yep. And your curiosity was rewarded. Yes, yes. Uh, I did come across another teacher. Uh, yes. Wave Blade. Oh, so, I did too. Did you guys find him? You mean, you mean Billy Ocean? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> what he offers is the Peril Beam, which oh, if yes. you are down to like your last heart, or maybe even last half a heart, I is can't remember what it is. I, I don't know. He said just, I think he, I don't know if he even specified. Uh, I think it's the last heart. I think maybe it's just a, if you have your one, one heart left, you can shoot a beam out of your sword. Yeah. It's like full health except like, for one health. Yeah. Where, yeah. yeah the old uh-huh. way of doing it is you always had to have a hundred percent health to fire a beam. Right. And this one kind of turns it on its head where it sort of gives you an assist where it's like, if you got full health, you don't really need the help. But if you're almost dead, yeah, this makes sense. This is this is actually a sensible upgrade. Yeah, to where you can actually hit enemies from a distance. You don't have to get right in their face. Wait, it, it came in handy too. Uh, he's in he's in Lake Hylia. You just have to. There's a there's a tree somewhere that you walk into. Yeah. I can't tell you exactly. He's, but he's it's in like Lake to the left of the the house with the dog, which you're gonna have to go there to get the second bottle anyway. The dog food, but the 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 little pond, the house I was just talking about for the shopkeeper's house, he's like to the left of that. But I think you have to get in the water to do it or something. I can't remember. Huh. Okay. I honestly can't remember. Yeah, I'll find it. I got time. You got to wander, really. Wander yeah, or use wander. a guide. Those are your only options. Oh, I just wander because it do- it's not sensible. It's no. not like you'd be like, oh, well, this guy, it makes sense that he would be over here. No, he's no. hanging out in a tree somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got blue hair. He's he's looks like the water guy, but he's in a tree. He's yeah. in a tree, and not the water, and he's wave blade. So, <laughs> to the dungeon, Billy the Ocean. temple of droplets. Uh, <laughs> we go into here, and if it weren't for all the dang ice in this, ah! I actually would love this dungeon. I was fine because. It does the fact that you get the boss key and the boss door like at the beginning of this immediately. Thing, I, was I think like, it's hilarious. I know. I was like, "What?" I'm yeah, like, I was surprised by that I'm as well. Really confused. I there must be really a confused. trick here. Like maybe we can't get back right. to the room, or something will close behind me when I get this key. But it it pops up in like the third or fourth room. It does. Yeah. I never found the compass. Ah. Uh, I found the map. But I never found the compass. The ice, I as soon as I saw, I was like, oh, I've been down the ice road before. Um, <laughs> I was expecting to get some boots, but the boots never came. Um, <laughs> Send boots for help. <laughs> but the boots uh, never right. arrived. Um, like iron boots or something, you know. Uh, Spiky boots. No, it, what? Spiky boots. Yep. Um, but like it wasn't near as bad as I thought it would be. Like I controlled her pretty well with my D pad. 
Um, yeah, I I got to the point where I was like drifting around corners at full speed. Right. Like I was, I was, like, okay. I was having fun. Yeah, I don't think I the like, ice I... is that bad. Like, I, I've had ice dungeons in my life where the controls were way worse. And my fear, yeah. as soon as we started, was that it was going to be one of those dungeons where as soon as you start, your momentum just carries until you hit a wall or fall off a cliff. Yeah. And since it wasn't that, <laughs> right. I was well, happy. They have those puzzles, and I hate those puzzles. Those are some of my least favorite puzzles because they're not any different than those dumb slide puzzles that we saw that they we saw in Wind Waker at the one little <laughs> hut. Okay. Like I hate those puzzles so much. Eh, you know, whatever. These ones yeah. were really easy. They were. If you, if you look at, you know, you you go to the the ending point and go backwards from there, and you find the the one you need. Well, for the boss key one, my brain could not. Work. With, I, I okay? had to stare at that. And for a I second, got upset. But... Really? And I had to look it up. Oh, okay. Right? Oh, really? I was like, oh. It's yes, really. Gonna... No, I'm lying. Bless your heart. <laughs> I am really surprised by this. I am generally surprised by that because you, you usually got this stuff down. I was tripped up by this one puzzle. It had, um, it was kind of towards the end when you're trying to get the second lever, you know, to melt the ice or whatever. Um, you know, to get the element, there are like, I don't know, eight or 10 of those like giant square stones that you typically push. And at the end of the room, like at the left side of the room, there are three like push buttons. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. you push the ice. That was annoying. I could not get that one. I couldn't get it. I tried everything. I'm like, for the for the love and the one fun. before that where there was like a million different like little ice cubes on the ice where you had to push it to you know push down the lever and figure out the puzzle i finally got that one but that one took me a minute but th- and then you go into the next room where it's like those eight or ten blocks and i'm like i could not get it for the life <laughs> of me i'm like that's the one i had to look up and that, i'm like that one... oh i have to i have to duplicate myself yes yeah and yeah you not only push you only need one of those ice blocks to finish that yes. puzzle. The re- the other two is is you can get by with with a Duplo link. Yes, but then like then the Duplo link, I was having some issues with the timing. Well, that's on you. And then I was like, I'm gonna throw this stupid yeah. Wii Pad remote out the window. I was not having it. And then you get well, to and the you, next you also have to think room. about when you're duplicating, huh? you also have to think about, well, where is my link going to be when I'm done duplicating? Do I want yes. him on the top or the bottom or on the left or the right? And you, you, know, you plan yeah. it out so that you can't so really run diminish. your link into a wall and destroy him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I did it so many times. Oh, so, yeah. I thought I was going to scream. And then I get to the next room and it has those stupid flamey trail things or whatever and like all you need to yeah, do is was... you couldn't do anything to him yeah. i yeah, know no, it was like a it was like a, a mario bad guy it's like no you just gotta wait for this to move past right or just and then take like the you hit. just have to move oh yeah you have to move one block in one particular way and i swear to god i pushed all the stupid blocks <laughs> all of them and I must have not, like, pushed the one in the one right direction. It took me, like, several minutes. I was like, I, but I, I was so frustrated from the two puzzles before that. I was like, 
I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna they cut just, something. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut they it. Just, they just they nailed you. Just they, you got hit back to back to back on that one. I right. did, and I finally got through, and I was fine. But okay. I was so, like, <sighs> Jeremy's turn. So some key things about this dungeon is uh, <laughs> one thing I do love is uh, one of the mechanics is using the different levels, and you have to hit a switch to bring light through. Yeah, I and it's that very was cool. simple at first, but then there's one where you have to sort of like go down to the bottom to open that one up, or you have to go down to the bottom to close it so that it creates a platform that you can then open up another switch above it to bring the light in there. And it reminded me a lot of in one of the Oracle games, there was the it was a water dungeon, but they had to represent it on the Game Boy Color, and it was really like confusing. Where I'm like, okay, they wanted to take a similar kind of thing, but they were not going to do it anywhere near as complicated. Where it's like, <laughs> we can show light because we have more color on here. So we'll make it a lot more clear rather than it's like, oh, Link is swimming. So therefore, you know you're underwater and you don't have to like think about, yeah. like, okay, wait, which level is full right now? Which level isn't and all this stuff? Yeah, that one got a little hairy after a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you do have to you have to like push the ice blocks over to the light in order to melt them to get some stuff, and that's that's kind of what opens up the area as we go forward. And the the it's not I, it doesn't even feel like right saying it's a second half because it's like it's the second three quarters of this dungeon. <laughs> right. The first quarter is just like a couple switches, a couple, move a couple blocks, open up the boss door. There's our boss, a giant octoroc that's frozen. Um, and we also see the element that we're looking for is also frozen in a giant block. Yeah. So we have to figure out how to, how to thaw it out in order to get it. I I, I have a quick note on the, the, the Foley work in this dungeon. Uh, I don't know what sound or how they created the sound effect of the ice sliding on ice, but it is the like worst sound I have ever heard before. It (laughs) it, like, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. It, cause (laughs) It gives me this this visual of like like really really cold like really really like like when ice gets really cold and like sticky and like trying to make mm-hmm. that slide on ice and just this grinding noise and my just rattling around in my brain I hate it. it just gives me the jibblies the jibblies so good job did like whoever the... did that this is by far my favorite soundtrack though like That's pretty good the, this this temple dungeon whatever music i loved it i thought it was very i don't know it was calming i was like something about ice music Mm -hmm. in zelda has this theme that they go with that just always fits so well Mm -hmm. where it's like i don't know if they're trying to go with something that's almost again i don't know bc you're the music expert here what are your thoughts on it i i don't know i i like it i don't know what musical like compositional techniques make songs sound like they're icy um i mean my one sound note from this dungeon was actually about the item that we get in this dungeon and how satisfying the sound is when you use it it just feels so the item itself is kind of whatever but the sound of using it is just so satisfying (laughs) Well, I mean, okay, we might as well say what we'll get eventually because we're we're in an ice dungeon. We're gonna have to melt things. Yeah, right. It's yeah. it's kind of an important thing. Eventually, we do get the lantern on here, which I agree is kind of just a lackluster item. There isn't like we've had so many items now that are like affect our traversal ability. 
where really you can tell that you know there's lanterns that we needed to light in the past that we've come across yeah it's like oh we'll be able to light those now that'll unlock a door somewhere uh it doesn't feel quite as zelda-y i mean i kind of like it though sorry go ahead jess oh no you're fine i i do like it but like uh, it's not like the best item like how versatile is it like Eh. I like that there isn't any magic tied to it. Yes. And that you can just turn it on and run around with it and light whatever you touch. Yeah. And there's no, no oil penalty item. whatsoever. That's great. Right. That is great. Mm-hmm. I think the Agreed. lack of magic has been pretty satisfying throughout this entire game. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Also, yeah, no oil because uh, I, I think I said something last week that oh. Twilight took something from Minish Cap. I don't remember exactly what we were talking about. But uh, here is also uh, something, a lantern that can be toggled on and off. Yes. And uh, Twilight also takes the ability to keep the lantern out while you're using another item. Yep. So I don't know, you know, unless the team got to see early builds of Twilight Princess or the planners on Minish, like, knew, you know, stuff that was happening on, you know, in that game, then... Twilight took it from this game. Unless they saw it, you know, Could early be. on. Maybe they were like, oh, hey, that early version of the next Zelda game has this in it. Why don't we put that in our ministry? Yeah, it, it, it could have been a coincidence. Yeah. I mean, it's not like this is the first time we've ever seen the lantern either. No, no. No, so, it's not. Um, I love it. This dungeon does have one of my favorite things is that we do get to it where you have sort of a hub area that you wrap around to eventually. Where when we first get in there, we go one direction, we come back around, it opens up the ceiling a bit to bring some light in, and then that thaws out a little path that we can go through that opens up sort of the second half of it, that you wrap around onto that, and then you'll eventually get kicked back to the main thing. Like, some of the dungeons, some of the worst dungeons we've had have sort of set us down a path to a dead end that we then just have to turn around and go all the way back. And this one, it makes it where, like, okay, you're sort of wrapping around in a circle. You're, you're constantly feeling like you're moving forward. It, it's it, linear in that way. Like, mm-hmm. very, like, here, you're, we're just going to keep moving on to the next thing. Yeah, it would be better if, yeah, if when you can, I also have said many times I like getting lost in dungeons. You can't really get lost in this one. Um, it, you either go left or right, basically, in one direction, and it'll sort of wrap you around in a sense. Yeah. Uh, but it still has, like I said, I love the, the whenever there's like a hub in one of these dungeons. This reminded me kind of some of the Mega Man Legends dungeons, where you would start and you would see yeah. the refractor that you wanted, and so yes, you start, mm-hmm. you see the element, and it's just figuring out what you have to do to get it. So oh, you got to go find the key for it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I usually. A, a... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Is it, yeah, I'm. I'm usually not a huge fan of like really linear Zelda dungeons, but this one was fun, and I just didn't care. I was having a yeah, good time. So. Yeah, me too. Disappointed that we repeated a mid boss. Uh, well, really, just made we the, didn't repeat a mid boss. The... They just took a. They just took a final boss and made it a mid boss. Right. We, we repeated a boss yes, as a mid yes. boss. Yeah. Yes. Uh, made it a bit harder, but. There was also another section right before that with the snappy bugs that I thought was going to be the mid boss. Yes. But it had the boss music. 
I think, or like the mid boss. It had different music for that room. I thought. Yes, it yeah. did. You got in there and it was all dark. It was after yes. we got the lantern. Yeah. And you had to fight them, but I don't think there was a penalty if you had all the lights out. I don't think there was. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. That one was weird because that we definitely had like a clear mid boss with the the blue chew. Yeah, but this was just a thing in the middle of it after we got the lantern that was just like, ooh, spooky. <laughs> right. Know. Although I did forget, like with the electric uh, blue chew, I kind of forgot what to do with him. I was like, uh. Well, it was weird. It didn't really make sense because you could only use the gust jar on him when he wasn't electrified. Yes, yes that's what I, it was. Which didn't really make sense. Right, and I was like, it would have made sense if, like, we tried items. to. It makes sense if we tried to like pull it and we got electrified. But that didn't happen. He just doesn't react when or, he was electrified. Or d- right. did he move uh, towards us faster when he was electrified? I don't know. I think that's... But you couldn't I, I, pull anything off. Yeah. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. Because there were a couple like... times when, when I used it. And, no, no, because it was actually working. So, never mind. Never mind. Are there any other uh, ones that stuck out to you guys? I know I got really annoyed by the one... There's one area that you had to light nine lanterns yeah on ice oh, yeah and that i had to do it a couple times before i like did it in one good run um i don't know if movement on my ice was just a little weird because it, it maybe it has to do with like my slide pad that i'm using on my 3ds mm. but there were a couple times where i felt like i gained a bunch of unnecessary momentum where out of nowhere i'm just moving a lot faster and it was hard for me to be able to like stop myself you need to uh divulge that information to the Minish Cap speedrunning community because you may have found a glitch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember the Nine Flames having ice. It did. Yeah, Yeah, they did. I got got those... uh, those You may have just got lucky. Yeah, I I got it on my first one. I felt felt good about about that. Uh, Also also in here, uh, I am a big fan of... We talked about it before we got into here, too. There were another section with the leaf, but big fan of leaf boating. Anytime, uh, anytime that shows up, I will I will ride and pilot a leaf boat. It's a cool way to get around. That was cute. Yeah, that was cute. Fan, fan favorite Zelda recreational vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yep. I also that's when like it comes up in a Mario game. Waterfalls. That's when you want to be scared. Oh dear. I do like dipping into the waterfalls and finding rupees. Oh yeah, yeah. Dive uh, anywhere. Anytime you see a waterfall, hop in and and dive under the water and swim around there. You'll. You'll find yep. a few rupees. Naturally. But yeah, I think I think that's good. Yep. So after we wrap around twice in here, we open up the the lights in the in the ceiling or whatever and thaw out everything. And we thaw out our element and we're like, all right, we got it. And then we start to hear this screaming and it, everything starts shaking. And the Octorok, he's coming back to life and he sucks it up. And no. just turns his fat butt around and walks into this giant hole that he Kool-Aid man through, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then Ezlo was like, oh, no, what happened? I'm like, dude, did you not see him frozen there the entire dude. time? This is when I want him to <laughs> shut up. I'm dude, like, dude, have you never played a Zelda game before? We we have we have a god perspective here. We <laughs> see things that they can't. Come on, Ezlo. Keep in mind their perspective. He's right on my hand. How can you not see that? 
He's not on so... your head. He's on Link's head. Yes, Although he's on Link's you're head. controlling Link. Link is looking at the same thing. Link can see it. It's a big giant frozen <laughs> octorok. There, there was. A... I'm gonna have to kill that. It's a dungeon door. Okay. Okay. There, there was a, there was actually one line that uh, Ezlo said to me when I was uh, spamming select when he's like, "Hey, I'm getting kind of tired. Uh, can, can uh, you wear me as a hat for a while?" Uh, uh, <laughs> he did not say that. Yeah, he was like his his legs were falling asleep. He he wanted to switch places or something. I don't know. Uh, um, oh, muffin. <laughs> so, uh, this battle was great. Interesting. Great. Annoying. Annoying. I got I got really sad Mad. when I heard the Octorok squealing Aww, when it got yeah. set on fire. Yeah. Because it sounded like a wounded animal. Aww. And I, I got really bummed out by that. I was excited that I finally lit him on fire. <laughs> I was like, Burn. go down. Go Burn. down. <laughs> BC, do you want to describe how this battle works? Yeah. Yes. Um, so it starts out pretty much classic <laughs> Octorok style. They shoot projectiles at you, and you have to deflect them back. Uh, I use my sword to knock them back. Uh, and then oh, after you shit. hit them, like... Oh, yeah, I use my sword, too. Yeah. So you hit them, and then after you hit them with enough projectiles, the flower on um, on its head becomes like available as something you can set on fire then you set it on fire and it does damage to him uh and then after the first cycle he has some at least one different thing he can do he can suck you in like a vacuum as opposed to shooting projectiles i know i I thought it was a pretty visually engaging boss fight since when he's when when the flower is vulnerable, the scenery around you and around him changes, and so like the ice isn't always there. Um, so I thought that was cool. Yeah, like on his back and stuff too. Yeah, They're like ice will. I like that when he's frozen, you kind of have to trick him to spin him around. Yeah, like that's what I was doing. Is I was intentionally moving down so he would start to aim towards me, and then moving up real quick so that he would lose control exactly and spin around the backside. And I'm like, that's physics. Yeah, like they're putting when they're putting physics in this game, that's pretty cool for a Game Boy Advance mm. game. I I like this battle a lot because, uh, well, I I always forget in every Zelda game that you can use your sword to knock the Deku nuts back at a at a Octorok or a Deku scrub or whatever. But uh, but I liked it because I did not need my sword for any of it. I used shield and yep. lantern the whole time, which I thought was yep. cool. I, I mean, ha- yeah, I could have I could have not used my sword. Right. But I guess I didn't think about that. My brain immediately went to just using my just, sword. I almost yeah. I I thought about using the shield, but I basically haven't used my shield for most of this game. Same. You haven't needed it Me at too. all. Yeah. There, there are, um, we haven't run into any of those uh, dumb guys yet to flip by with your shield, the beetles or whatever. So since yeah. the beginning, since oh, we got the true. cane, yeah, of, um, Pachi. That's right. You can uh, use that to flip guys. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And when you have I two believe... item slots, it's not worth it to have a shield up. It just is. Yeah. I I I don't know why I didn't think about using my uh, my sword to deflect you know, his Deku nuts. But yeah. 
Um, but I definitely use my shield and my lantern were my main two. But the second, when he turned into ice and you burn his tail on fire or whatever, I was having problems getting to his tail. And I was looping around and around and around and around and around. Like, I was like, I thought I was going to lose my mind. So then I had to use my Pegasus boots to, like, get around to him quickly and then light wow. his butt on fire. Oh. You and were taking drastic he, measures. Because he wouldn't. Hey. We you all were, do it. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was about to say you were doing it all differently. Yeah, yeah, because he wouldn't like stop turning and then like sucking me in. Yeah, I like it took me like three tries to beat him. I had no fairies. There I, were no fairies to be had in this dungeon. I had I was no I was prepared to have anything. a uh, to die a couple times in this one because I just have memory of messing this fight up. You know, a couple times when previous times I played the game, so yeah, uh, I, I made it through on the first one. So, but I, I was ready. Minute, I was ready for it. It took me a minute to figure out like what to do the second time around. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, I've got, I've got it now. So, like, I literally just like walk in, use my short, click, link, click, link, click, link, three times. And it would hit him, like, and then he would go to his, like, and then he started getting angrier, you know, and would go faster. And then I would deflect, you know, like, with my shield. And I got really good at it. But that stupid frozen section, I had to use my Pegasus boots to get to him. I was like, and I finally got him. I was like, am I going to have to use my peril mode that I learned from Waveblade? Like, that's where I was. <laughs> no, that ain't going to do anything. It's funny. We get that. That's not going to help you at all. Yeah. No. No. Battle. no! Well, do, doesn't it feel good that you figured it out and you beat it, though? Uh, It did. It did. It did. There you go. There you go. I figured it out. And we got so, our element. <laughs> we defeated the giant Octorok, or regular-sized Octorok. Yeah, really. we get our element <laughs> and we are ready to, I guess, actually go get the element that we were supposed to get last time. Mm-hmm. Right. We get the, uh, uh, the so, element before the heart container again. This is true. Yes. Um, they really mix it up. Yeah, I appreciate keep, it. Keep doing. Yeah, it, it's unless yeah, there's it's, one unless there's no element to be had. Yeah, they keep doing that. Mm-hmm. OK, my question real quick. I don't think this was technically the element that we were supposed to get at the last dungeon. Because it is not. The, vi- the visual was totally different. And yeah. the wind people or whatever took it. Yeah. No. Ezlo so, told us yep. after the last one, he was that, like, hey, we'll worry about that one later. Why don't you just head on to uh, Lake Hylia? Yep. So he's like, we'll deal with that. We'll deal with that when we get to it. So we have more uh, abilities to explore the land. So go ahead and do that. Go do some swimming. Do some yeah. digging. Remember to dig the back walls. Dig Find back Find those kinstones. I do. Stick I'm those digging. stones together. <laughs> Wall Get stones. your presents. Yeah, and I, I'm so ready for the next. You know, it would be a, it would be such a shame if I had to wait any longer than one week to play the next dungeon. It's, this is true. Because it's such a great dungeon. But you, listener, will not have to wait that long. <laughs> go do those things I said and meet back here, and we will talk about it on Shadow of the Wild. <laughs>